Uh, welcome to the constant struggle. Yeah. Yes. 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 You should say, I'm Nick I'm Watson, Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson, and we are live from Sketchfest today, oh my goodness. In a huge cavernous theater. In a gigantic cavern of a theater, but well, we're going to have fun anyway, it's going to be so much fun. We're here with two awesome sketch comedian guests, uh, Vance Banzo and uh, David Barclay. I don't know why I said David just there, weird, oh yeah. Dave Barclay, um, both uh, sketch comics. Uh, featured in two separate projects, each I think in the in Sketchfest this year, uh, and the goal was to talk a little bit about uh, the struggles of an emerging um, emerging emerging emergency an emergency meeting for sketch comics. <laughs> yep. Anyway, an emerging sketch comic. So somebody who's pretty new to the scene and talk to maybe a more uh, experienced sketch comedian and sort of see the differences of the of the whole journey of the sketch. Uh, comic. So that's what we're going to uh, experience today. Does that sound exciting, everybody? Uh, yeah, we can <laughs> yeah. do that. Cool, awesome. Can we do that now? We're, let's do it right yeah. now. Yeah, Great. why wait? <laughs> um, cool, so why don't we, um, okay, so here's one thing that I noticed earlier that I was like, well, this is going to work out pretty cool. You guys both went to Humber. Yeah. To yeah. the comedy program. Are you graduated? Yeah, 2016. Oh, nice. Mine's, I'm almost the same as me, 2006. Oh, right on. Holy yeah. shit, perfect. Ten yeah. years apart. Nice. This is your future. <laughs> <laughs> White and handsome. Too <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind. Oh. You're already handsome, though, Vance. So, thank you, Dave. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going weird oh, really fast. All right, we got there right from the beginning. Oh, Nick, you're still okay. Hang on. All right. Um, cool. I don't know. Why don't, um, why don't we take a couple seconds and hear, like, um, seconds, minutes. We have at least an hour to talk about this. And by at least, I mean at most. Um, so let's hear uh, a bit about our uh, guests, like, origin story. <laughs> yeah, comic book. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Your okay. mutant That's comedy nice. superpowers. Not mutant. Just comp. Oh, okay. I see what you're there saying. There you go. You're saying the powers are mutant. Anyway, yeah. Vance, tell us about yourself. Uh, all right. Uh, I was born in Edmonton. Uh, yeah, Alberta, not Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to I went to Humber, like we mentioned before. Okay, the, something must have happened between yeah, when you step. were born and when you went to Humber. Ooh, trauma. Lots of trauma. <laughs> oh, no. Lots of experience. No, uh, I did start doing improv in high school. Oh, cool. That's okay. how I got into comedy. Uh, and then after high school, I was kind of lost. I didn't really know what to do. You know, you're, you're working at Old Spaghetti Factory. Were you actually? No, no. That's just, <laughs> that's just bottom of the barrel. I, oh, well, I don't know that pistachio ice But I ended up working at a dinner theater, and I was a character server for five years. Yeah, so, five years. Yeah, so you just make up your own character and sling meat. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what dinner theater? Jubilations Dinner Theater. Is that in Edmonton? Yeah, yeah, and uh, Winnipeg and Calgary. Oh, it's a chain. Oh. Yeah. Did okay. you get to do the circuit? Oh, <laughs> no, you know what? I auditioned for that uh, fucking place six times. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yeah, yeah. This kid wants it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Randy Apostle, go to hell. <laughs> get us his Twitter handle. We think it's so effective. Um, okay, so you're doing dinner theater, and mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? Maybe I could take this you know, performance element of my life somewhere better? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I had, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I, uh, I had heard about Humber, 
uh, and I'd spoken to a couple of people that had done shows for Jubilations, and they mentioned that they had auditioned for Humber, applied, and didn't get in. Huh. Yeah. Aww. So uh, I ended up applying, and I got in. Did you do the video submission, or did you yeah. fly in it to Toronto? Okay, cool. Yeah. Have you ever, did you do video? No, I like, I was living in Ottawa when I, so I like drove down for it, because oh. I was like, Ottawa's not that far. Yeah, I showed up because I was living in Toronto. Oh, that makes sense. Very yeah, close. Yeah. yeah, you go back and watch your video and you're just like... Oh my God, uh, do you no, have it no. on like YouTube? Oh no, God no. <laughs> Jesus. I watch some people's like auditions on YouTube and oh. stuff like that just for like, not Humber, but just anything. Any go look audition? Go look for an audition tape. It's, it's yeah, it means to take yeah. a lot of stuff down from yeah. <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> All right, well, let's move, okay, cool. Let's move over and get uh, get Dave's origin story. How did sure. you sort of find out that you were like, maybe I'll try this comedy thing? Oh, okay, well, um, yeah, I was in a lot of plays in high school, and then I went to a university at McMaster University. Did a <laughs> lot of laughing? shows there. Well, to university at McMaster University. university. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see the double, double work. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was just uh, in case people missed it the first time. <laughs> Um, and uh, after that, I was like, oh, yeah, acting's the best. I'm going to apply to, like, uh, National Theatre School and George Brown and I think a couple other places. Uh, No-goes didn't happen. They did not like my auditions. <laughs> then I was like, uh, you know what? I think the things that really pop when I'm uh, acting and dramatizing are the ones that are getting laughs. Maybe I'll try and uh, audition for this Humber comedy program. And uh, yeah, and I got in. Cool. Uh, and then since then, uh, yeah, we I met um, uh, my partner in Parker in Seville, Matt Cowell there. Oh, I feel like maybe we should have done that. Like maybe talked about what sketch troops you're both involved in. Yeah. <laughs> since we we're talking about that. okay, we, okay, cool. Circle back. Yeah. Okay, Dave, you're in a two troops yes. plus your other show. I'm sorry, three projects in Sketchfest right uh, now. Yeah. So you're in Odat Dub, Parker in Seville, and you've got. Wait, well, uh, tonight's, tonight's the night. night with Dave Barclay. Yeah, it's a very memorable title. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and of course, Vance, you're in Tall Boys to Men and uh, a Tribe Called Sketch. Which is an awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. So um, we're going to put the links up to both of the, both of or all five of your projects and make sure everybody, uh, all six people listening, um, follow you on Twitter and Facebook and um and everything else. Yeah. And, Dave, and, yeah. and your Instagram yeah. accounts. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. So if you get in, Throwing up those filters. Uh, and, and we'll force them to come to your shows uh, during Sketchfest as well. Violently if we have the, Yeah, that's the kind of power oh, okay. we have. Yeah. Uh, that's and, what marketing is. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Um, sorry, uh, we interrupted there too. Yep. You, you met Matt. Oh, yeah, I met Matt. <laughs> we started doing like vaudeville comedy. Um, we did that for like five years. Uh, then we were like, okay, we've done this, and uh, then, <laughs> then decided to do like a sketch comedy. Uh, we won the sketchiest sketch troupe award here at the Toronto Sketch Fest. Oh! And the, the prize for that is that you have to put on a show. Right. Um, and so we were just joking with uh, some of our favorite sketch peeps at the comedy bar uh, about what the dumbest show we could put on. Uh, to honor this award we won, and uh, then we just took those people that we happened to be joking with and formed a new sketch troupe to do that show called Oh Dad Dumb. And, and I think Oh Dad Dumb then won the sketchiest sketch. That's troupe. right. <laughs> so you just have to keep making dumber and dumber troops. 
based on that, like bigger yeah, or dumber <laughs> until the entire sketch community is in one. No, maybe I'm taking things too far. <laughs> you uh, yes ended that did. situation. Well, yeah. This, this is an improv, Nick. Oh, right. This yeah. is sketch. It's different. I love that all the notes that Nick yeah, yeah, so no no Never mind. We're gonna, Nothing. We're still using that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Nick has come prepared with a whole bunch of wonderful questions, so why don't you... Yeah, way to go, Nick. Yeah. Okay. Let's give it up for Nick. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So, um, Vance, uh, when did you start getting into comedy, like, specifically? I'm pretty sure he already answered I that thought question. that was... Never mind. I don't know. Jubilations. Uh, yeah. Jubilations. I guess even, <laughs> no. even before that, high school. Gets. Okay, high school. High school, I, I did uh, some high school plays or whatever. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. plays. I meant, like, comedy specifically? Or okay. was oh, it, were okay. they funny plays? Did well, I, I guess the first time I ever did comedy would be stand-up. Uh, I was 18, and I was doing... Um, it was, uh, it was, the, fuck, it's, <laughs> the, 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 um, abbreviation for it was KKK comedy or something like that, but it was like, it was like saving cats from euthanasia, <laughs> oh uh, so yeah, like, like kitten, got a cat party or, I don't know, how do you spell party? Who came up with that idea? That was, uh, this, uh, this woman uh, named Kirby, and, uh, is that Kirby with a K? Yeah, Kirby oh, with a K, yeah. yeah. So, it's a hard K. It's great for comedy K's. Yeah. 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 So I did that. Uh, yeah, I did five minutes, my first five minutes, and it didn't go bad. So, cool. Yeah. I wanted to keep doing it. How old are you now? Are we allowed to ask you that? Yeah, I'm 26. Oh, you still? Yeah. You still a baby? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. And for Dave on the Beaverton. Your scenes, do you write them? <laughs> I mean, you're yourself, laughing, but he's or... actually in the beaver tin. Oh, shit. That ruins <laughs> well, you've my... been on a couple episodes, haven't you? Yeah, I've been yeah. on four episodes of the TV show, The well, Beaver Tin. Well, shit, that is totally <laughs> good. Like, your scenes that you're in, are yeah. you writing those, or are they produced? No, by, they're like, written, written for me, and they, I get them, and I read them, and I memorize them, and they're performance. Uh, oh, no, I read them off a teleprompter. It's even I easier. Say. I try to memorize them. Yeah, I liked your technology, but that was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of editing that goes in, into this process. Okay, I don't know that that will... Okay, for, so, for those of you who don't know, Laura Silvis was supposed to be here. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> something happened, she wasn't able to... Not bad, uh, good thing. She had an audition that she she's had okay. to prepare for. Yeah, she's fine. Um, and Dave uh, graciously stepped in. Mm. Um, but so, I have had the same life. Yeah, basically the, the, the exact same existence uh, as Laura. Well, both on the Beaverton. Yeah, they're both yeah, on the Beaverton. That, that so both, uh, totally worked out well. Yeah. I don't know uh, why I'm, like, usually... You're leaning so, on me pretty good. I'm going to say, but... usually we're, like, in the comfort of uh, my place, like, leaning on, like, a couch and stuff. So it's always yeah. very, like, conversational. So don't mind that I put my arm around you here, Vance. Uh, Nick, put your arm around uh, Dave. Right. Right. Let's, let's get comfortable out. here and let's talk. But, so right. what are, um, I want to high okay. school life. Because I always felt like... That's the driver between... That's when the comedy starts. High school? I think so. Where you start... Like when you realize you're funny? Yeah. I see. That happens. And, I mean, The Simpsons are on. <laughs> as well. Five o'clock. Yeah. Oh, and six. Yeah. And then pretty much every other half. Did hour. they make that channel where it's Simpsons all the time? And, um, I I, yeah, that. it's called The Internet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to do that on, like, digital TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go into it. Vance, you're, start, you're starting out, and mm-hmm. you're already in two projects sketch-wise, mm-hmm. but you do improv also. I've seen you 
uh, do musical things as part of your comedy as well. You're like, you're a firecracker and you're only getting started. <laughs> what what are, are some, yeah, clap for that, sure. Um, what are some of the, what are some challenges that you may have experienced like already in your, in your career so far? Uh, or have you experienced any? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, Self-doubt. Uh, laziness, you know? ah. yeah, you, those are uh, two good ones. I think those are two my two biggest hurdles. Yeah. Uh, but how can you say you're lazy? You're in like eight million projects already. Well, I guess that's, uh, that's how you view yourself, I right? I see. Okay. Uh, I have this little this little affirmation thing. It's like you are sociable, you are fearless, you are industrious, mm-hmm. and so I just look at that every day and just try to build off that. But um, uh, um, marijuana. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, like, uh, uh, for me, it's always kind of been like a a creative, uh, like thing when I just get into my head and I get an idea and then I just pursue it, you know? Yeah. So like, um, and you got, there's so many opportunities here in Toronto for you to try out things. You don't have to, you know, book something and then wait two weeks to try it out and by that time the fire of the idea is gone is that what it was like right. in edmonton yeah definitely so there yeah. was there's not obviously there's not as huge of a community in edmonton but there is some comedy I yeah there's yeah. some oh, there's a lot of great improv that comes out of edmonton improv, right is yeah, that yeah, where yeah. Lo- no that's calgary loose smooth loose is calgary yeah. or red deer or something like okay. that yeah mm-hmm. and then uh whatever <laughs> Yeah, and stand-up uh, down in Edmonton is really great, too. Cool. And that's, so were you doing a bunch of stand-up, or did you just try it that one time, and then you came to Humber and did it a bunch here? Because you do it here, too. I remember seeing your um, uh, showcase for Humber. I was like, that oh, fucking guy has got it. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't doing it too. I was just doing those uh, charity shows. Okay. So I do maybe a charity, that charity show, and I go to White Avenue, and I do it set, you know, uh, and then... I'd wait a year, you know, because I was doing that uh, that character stuff at Jubilation, so that was kind of my creative outlet. Gotcha. You know, five days a week, five hours a day, you know, just, oh, wow. okay. just being silly and stupid all the time. It was oh, nice. Man. That sounds like a great way to get like work practice. Yeah, well, and I feel like a, yeah. a lot of people um, are uncomfortable behaving similarly in front of people, so that's a good way to sort of get get accustomed to that early on. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, uh, Dave, you're further along in your comedy journey. You're at um, your. How long have you been doing it now? Uh, I have ten years. Ten years. So this is your like tenth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, along the way, like, have you experienced what kind of what kind of like difficulties have you experienced along the way in terms of like uh, performing and accomplishing? I guess the the comedy that you want to make. Uh, it's hard to. Yeah, I think it's so huge and vague. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, I think finding your voice, figuring out, like, there's so many things you could do, trying to focus in on one right. particular stream. Like, I'm really bad at, like, like in the sketch fest, like, just doing a million projects at once and, like, diluting my focus that way, and then I can't really uh, put uh, my energy into any of them enough that I want to. Right. I always imagine that I'll have all the time in the world. And, right. And then I won't. Um uh, procrastination, uh, yeah, self-doubt, that's, uh, that makes sense, yeah. This is the first time I think anybody, like, we've been doing this podcast over, uh, over a year over now. Over a year now, I yeah. think you're the two people who've been honest enough to mention, like, 
oh yeah, sometimes maybe I worry that I'm, I, I don't, I'm not good enough to do this. Like self-doubt is huge. Of course it's something that, that can get in the way. You, ah, whoops, that was a water bottle. Um, do you, so what do you, what do you both do to, to overcome that kind of stuff? Like, um, I mean, you've got your cool affirmations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I I that. That's not how this was meant to work. No, 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 I um, yeah, you're supposed to be giving Vance wisdom. Uh, I no, I love affirmations of all kind, and I started doing mine because I am just like a shitty, awful morning person, and I'm so miserable first thing in the morning. So I like found this website that has like positive affirmations for the morning, and ever since then, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's not so bad. I just need coffee. <laughs> that's yeah. a, you know, that's all it was. Um, so yeah, that's obviously a good thing. And I think, do, are you not validated by the work that you make? Yeah, I think so. Like, in the, if a show goes well in the moments after, I'm like, yes, I can do anything. I'm the funniest man in the world. Uh, let's go to town. I'm going to do this forever. And hopefully that lasts uh, longer than, like, a few days, uh, long enough for you to, like, get some work done before you feel bad what about yourself. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I think I did that, but that was the old me. That, <laughs> that was funny me, and I lost it. Uh, I, feel like uh, I think, yeah, I usually try and just force myself to do something and then assume I'm going to come out of, like, the <laughs> low part of the mood swing and go get back up. Some kind of success will come my way or I'll have a good show and I'll feel good about myself and just power through it, I guess. Cool. Well, I, that's what, that seems to be what you've got to do, right, is power through uh, re- regardless of how you feel about it. I felt like in stand-up it was a lot more... That was a lot. I would feel that more frequently. Like, because if you have a shitty stand-up set, you're gonna feel like a piece of garbage until mm-hmm. your next stand-up, stand-up set. set. Yeah. Um, do you feel that that's different when you're working and depending on other people, like in, in sketch troops? Do you feel like? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have so many more people to blame when something <laughs> goes poorly. Share the failure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also feel, like I feel like it's a different kind of like if a show doesn't go. Well, you're kind of like it's more of a learning process. Where a stand-up, I felt like if a show doesn't go well, it's just like, well, it's because I'm horrible and I suck. Yeah, it's more personal in yeah. stand-up because you're like, look, I'm funny, everyone. They're like, <laughs> Don't you, you are get not. It? It's like <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But sometimes in sketch, it can be contagious too. Like if everyone, because everyone's experienced the same bad set together. Right. Um, then, you, like, the next meeting, you might all be like, oh, boy, are we <laughs> <Yeah>. troop guys? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure that never happens again, either by rehearsing more or just this is the end. <laughs> yeah. I find if, I, uh, if I'm doing sketch and we don't do too well, uh, I can always find positives in my uh, troop's performance. Oh, cool. Yeah, like, you just look at other people's performance. I really like that. I really like that. That was really good. Let's just build off this other stuff. And they have that same viewpoint. So they're, they're throwing the same information. But I really like that about yours. You have that support system, that community, and that with stand-up. Like, yeah, there's that, that community is you. <laughs> How are you able to get that feedback? Are you just judging it by the reaction the audience is giving you? back while you're performing it or are you guys recording the sketches and going through them later i i've always both of you guys i guess yeah i've always kind of just put it put it in a little a little box like like a little failure a little successes on stage you just put them in your brain you hold on to them and then you just take time and think about them later that's i i don't like recording because Mm -hmm. it puts me on the spot 
Like right now, this is awful. Oh, right. <laughs> Great. It's so funny that you mentioned that right now because, Advance, I'm going to ask you to do this one thing, and that's just take a tiny, tiny little step, not step even, but just, just your hands down like this because I'm so paranoid that every time you do this. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. And that's just like, that's me being a weirdo about recording and stuff. But I love the hand movement of the, like, but okay, I'm yeah, done like now. Uh, yeah, I know. That's, I, like so I know. You can feel the passion coming out of him into the table. Uh, but that's this good. is how sketch works. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of anger. He wasn't angry about it at all. He was passionate. There's a difference. Um, Not in our family. No, that's wait a minute. Well, no. Okay, I'm glad you said that because that brings us to another point, and that point is um, how. Nick, one of your major struggles is managing time because you have to care for two young humans. Yes. Well, guess what? Turns out Dave has to care for two young humans also, Dude, and they're yeah. his own. Too. Okay, <laughs> cool. I yep. feel yeah. like I should clarify. So, how do you um, how do you balance uh, you know a career in comedy uh, and you have to take care of two little kids too? Make sure and that they're. Yeah. Do you have a day job as well on top of everything? No, at the moment I don't. Uh, so that helps. Yeah. But you audition, you go out and you. I audition, yeah. And yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. Yeah, I get paid to act in commercials and. TV shows sometimes, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, so the Beaverton, I, I'm just going to ask because it was it was such a small little thing for such a long time, right? It was just like this small newspaper that went around and and, and was funny, and, and I knew the guy who started it, Laurent, uh, and um, and it was he always sort of dreamed of it becoming this big thing, and now all of a sudden they've like thrown a bunch of money. Is it like taking good care of its performers and that kind of stuff? Do you know? But by that, I mean... Um, are How they, much are you getting paid for the Beaverton? Are they paying you enough to like, live? Is, I guess something. Not even enough to live. But I mean, does it pay enough? Does it Because there, are so, there aren't that many opportunities for like sketch performers, I think. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that now it exists is, is, is huge and is great. And what am I getting at? I don't fucking know. I've already gone back. <laughs> like, I've already backtracked. What am I uh, It does uh, Thank pay you. money, great. which is great. Good. Um, yeah, I can uh, use more money um, right. if anyone has any. <laughs> uh, don't mail coins through the mail. Um, Just they, pennies. They don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Giant jars uh, of pennies show up at your doorstep. Yeah, because like acting, I guess, uh, in general, kind of it goes, yeah, I don't have a day job, and it goes up and down. Right. Uh, you get a big commercial campaign. That's great. You're doing well for a while. Um, and or if uh, you get fewer opportunities, you're like, ooh, okay, I don't know how this is gonna work out. Has it gotten to a point ever when the opportunities weren't coming that you were like, fuck, I'm going to have to get a day job, or maybe uh, I will have to? Yeah, often uh, I'm considering getting a day job, and uh, then a couple of days ago I booked a new commercial, cool. so uh, yeah. I've kicked that down the street a little bit. <laughs> and your well, your wife works in the arts too. That's right. She? She's a yeah. stage manager. That's oh, a cool. very good one. Is there more and more money in that production, I guess, element of it? Not money. I don't want you money. I mean regular stuff. Because yeah, we're both, uh, I guess, contract freelance uh, okay. workers. So our schedules are random. It's yeah. great because we can spend a lot of time with our children right. a lot of the time, which is great. And then all of a sudden we'll both get busy at the same time and call the grandparents and all of a sudden consider which of our friends would make good babysitters <laughs> for free. <laughs> right. it's, uh, it's something when you're starting out that you might not have to think about, right? Like Vance, um, I assume you don't have children, but that uh, that could be wrong. I could be wrong. Do you have children? Uh, no, I <laughs> love, no, love protection. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's important for a lot of people. Cool. Um, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, it, it must be cool to be able to, because you're there for them, like uh, in the hours where somebody who has to work like a nine to five or something might not, might not mm -hmm. be. But we do, uh, like Felix uh, is in school uh, right now. He's in junior kindergarten. That's our older son. And Flora is our younger daughter. Uh, and she's in daycare as of like last September. Oh, cool. So now I'm like, oh, okay, I have my days I can actually right. do stuff. Because they're not there uh, constantly. Yeah, asking me to, to read them stories. Uh. And, <laughs> Another and story, like that. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much how it goes. Um, I remember what it was like to be a kid. Yeah, but it is hard kind of being at home and just being like, oh, I can do anything right now. And then you can get lost in the anxiety of what am I actually going to do. So I probably... Uh, I get into like scheduling my days and probably spend too much time scheduling uh, and then like yeah. scheduling eight to ten. Right. <laughs> uh, so I've been working on scheduling a lot and then I try and save some time for actually working. Right. Have you tried bullet journaling? Oh my god, the mm -hmm. bullet journaling. Oh, is that good? Never mind, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> uh, for performance and stuff. Um, you're booking commercials, getting acting stuff. Uh, Vance, are you going for commercials yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I haven't booked any. Um, I think uh, two things. The two booked two things in my young life, and uh, that was my work for the Beaverton that I did. Oh, you were on the Beaver. Everybody's on the fucking Beaver tape. Yeah. We need to get <laughs> That's on. so great. <laughs> get on there. Uh, and then I actually uh, I booked a feature film. Oh, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Is, thank you. Yeah. So that's that's coming out. I in, saw that in the Google look for you. Research is a. Uh, a First Nations hockey player guy? Yeah, so the, it's called Indian Horse. Uh, it's based on the book Indian Horse. Um, that's by Richard Wakamese. About a young, uh, young guy who comes out of the residential schools uh, and finds uh, solace in hockey. Oh, cool. Becomes very good. Almost makes it to the NHL. And then uh, the racism and uh, the alcoholism just really destroys uh, any sort of... Oh, man. Yeah. Aspirations and it's a real upbeat film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. hitting a lot of shit for Canada, though. <laughs> like that's ticking a yeah, lot of Canada lot boxes of... right there. So that's mm -hmm. cool. So you play the lead in it? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. I was, uh, I was just one of uh, the characters. Uh, friends. The ho oh, hockey cool. Player friends, yeah. hockey. Are you a hockey yeah. player? Uh, I played when I was younger. Cool. Nothing like that level. You know, they, they. I lied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Do you do you play hockey? And uh, I said, yeah, because when I was younger, I heard that all the kids from the Mighty Ducks movies lied about playing hockey, oh. and they all kept them around. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Continuing oh, a tradition. Yeah. Stop doing that. I should just keep that bottle up on the table instead of on the floor. That's so cool. When is that movie? So has it already uh, shot and everything? Yeah, they're in post-production now. Cool. So is it going to be like a, a wide like Canadian release? Do you know? Or? That's, that's what I've heard. I haven't oh, cool. really, uh, they, they kind of... I haven't heard, gotten any updates or anything. Okay. I just heard uh, June 21st, which is National Aboriginal Day. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, yeah. put that on your calendars. Everybody. Well, yeah. it's already on your calendars. National Aboriginal Day is probably already on your calendars. If not, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. Maybe make a note to go down to your local Cineplex and check that out. That's so cool. Because the, um, there aren't, as far as I know, a huge amount of Aboriginal stand-up comedians Mm -hmm. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, good. cool. Good. You've established that. Have you? Uh, I don't know. Have you encountered any kind of? Uh, well, I mean, if this movie's about racism, have you encountered any kind of like? 
I don't want to say backlash or any kind of shit. Yeah, being a, a an Aboriginal performer. Uh, you know, I've never had anyone. Uh, not in my adult life, you know, not performing, not while being having my performance career. But you know, when I was younger, yeah, you wow. know, like uh, I went to uh, I went to a school, and I was the only Native kid in the entire school. And this is in oh. Edmonton, so that's like that's a rarity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, and it was in inner city too, which was insane. Because yeah. I remember, because you talk about it in your stand-up set, and I remember being like, oh my goodness, this is so refreshing. It's so refreshing to hear a different voice. Uh, a, 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 you know, a different perspective, something that isn't just like, hey, I grew up in Mississauga and I'm going to jerk off on my computer now, which is like a very... Why is common... my life a sketch comedy thing? Uh, why yeah. are you doing this? I'm talking about like 18-year-olds. Oh. What's, you gonna, what's going on with your life, Nick? It doesn't change ever. It doesn't. It keeps going. Um, so uh, I don't know what my point... My point was that it was, it, it's, it's nice. It's refreshing to hear. And I think um, the, the comedy scene in general needs a lot more... Uh, unique voices. Oh, and uh, it's getting them. Like, there's, uh, you just look all around, you know? Uh, there's, there's so many people, I don't know, is this a question, but have all the white stories been told? Right? Probably. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so, it is just refreshing to hear something that, you know, it's so detached from you, but you can still find aspects to empathize with. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, as a white man, <laughs> like, oh no! As soon as I brought this up, um, I don't know. Like, how what, how do you how do you come about finding the stories that you what what what's your process in um, finding your your sketches and your writing process with uh, Odette Dump and uh, with Matt in Parker and Seville? Do you guys just look? I fucking love both of those troops, by the oh, way. And you. I don't know why I'm swearing really so nice. much. It's fine. Uh, we've, we've got the E on there. Oh, yeah, that's true. We have the E on there. Yeah, you, you kicked it off for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, like, a lot... I feel like a lot of Parker and Seville, a lot of it is, like, loose improv yes. kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just mind-blowingly funny. Um, and I Because uh, I've, I've brought people, like, on purpose. To, you know, I'm like, you, you have to come check these guys out. Like, you'll lose it. Like, if you, you know Dan, my husband, Dan. I'm over yeah, to Dan. I that um, <laughs> first I, time you've heard of him? <laughs> we, like, broke. We met him. at your wedding. This <laughs> is the first time you guys ever saw each other. Um, but we, like, broke him. He was, like, like. You killed Dan. He couldn't, oh. he couldn't breathe. Um, senior. But so how do you sorry guys to see? turn you into a widow. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I was getting bored. <laughs> uh, no. What? That's terrible to say. Anyway, I'm very happy with my five-month launch. Um, how do you? Yeah. How do you guys come about? With, uh, yeah, we don't people? use uh, scripts. Right. Uh, and which, they still let you into the Toronto Sketch Comedy. Festival. Yeah, I don't know if they knew that. Oh. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we. Usually just goof around, and we perform a lot, that, and uh, we kind of have done a lot of writing, like a stand-up would of like writing on stage, which is harder on audiences sometimes, but, um, <laughs> uh, but we'll come up with like kind of beats and premises, like usually just uh, hanging out together. Uh, we live in the same house, uh, so it's really easy for us to get together and uh, shoot some ideas around, and then we'll... Uh, yeah, to just come up with a few beats, and then we'll be like, okay, these are the beats, try and remember these these jokes, but leaving a lot of room to breathe. And play. And play, yeah. and just have fun with each other, and try and make each other laugh, and screw each other up, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, 
like a lot of times we'll just go on stage and just kind of stand there for a while and do nothing <laughs> and like be making weird faces or something like that. And so basically doing Beckett on stage. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, was in Waiting for Godot in grade 11. That was my big break in high school. Seriously? That's pretty yeah. heavy for grade 11. All right. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. <laughs> so get this, youngsters. The uh, life is meaningless. We're <laughs> 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 all just waiting to die. I can cut into this. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Is it different with Odatum? It is different with Odatum. Odatum, like, yeah. So we have a bit of that with Odatum. Some of our, our sketches... Um, uh, it's, we do both. With some, we show up with written sketches. Uh, we do them like to the letter uh, and see how it goes. Uh, we'll still uh, riff on it in performance and in rehearsal. Um, and sometimes we'll just go in with uh, an idea and just um, like we have one one of our sketches we performed uh, this fest uh, called Air Biting. Matt just came with the idea of the word air biting. We're on Dragon's Den and our pitch is air biting. <laughs> and, uh, and we just had to come up with what that might be. <laughs> and so in that sketch, uh, Jeff Clark and I uh, just uh, mostly procrastinate and <laughs> try not to get to a point for a long time. And uh, Natalie and Matt are just the, the dragons, and they're the straight men, and we just come up with the stupidest things they can say. And then Matt and Natalie yell at us. We're like, no, that's stupid. You're an idiot. And then uh, it lasts for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, it usually does well. Is there... Um... Do you find there's any different challenges just working with one other person versus working with a whole group of, of people? Like, is, is yeah, logistical one... challenges are right. more. Well, like just getting everyone together? Yeah, yeah. I'm the, the doodle captain of uh, Odat Dumb. Perfect. Um, and so I send out to the, the, I don't know if you guys know the program Doodle. I love Doodle Polls. Yeah, it's a scheduling program. <laughs> And then I do spend a lot of harass time people to fill out their doodles uh, <laughs> to uh, say when they're available. And then I get to choose the days when I see the most people are available. And then uh, one of the, so we'll have like three rehearsals in a, three or four rehearsals in a month. And then usually one of those will fall apart because people, so people are very busy. Because yeah. right. it's a, a super group where everyone has other projects right. that they're working no, on. That, that'll be more of a, a challenge when you're a more established Performer can yeah, be. Yeah, it's a good problem to have when everyone's busy doing successful things. So, right. so Vance, with you guys in like Tribe and uh, Tall Boys to Men. Because those are two four people sketches, or er, yeah. sketch groups. Are right? you guys all about the same age as well? Like, uh, I think uh, in Tribe, me and Marissa Bettino are the same age. She's 27, 26. Uh, those are two different ages. Mm. <laughs> 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 mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Anna Smith and uh, Michael Turk are about 20, 21. Oh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Do you notice any um, any differences in like terms? I don't want to say maturity, but are you guys like are you and Marissa like let's go, let's we got to do this, and then the other two are like, oh, but we just want to have fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think everyone's kind of uh, kind of let's let's get it done. You know, okay. yeah, let's uh, let's have fun, but let's let's get this done. Do the know? work. Yeah, and it's always kind of. We've never been one to be pretty anal uh, okay. about things. Uh, if we have an idea right before we go on stage and we all laugh, it's going on stage. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. What does the work look like? Do you guys get together for a writing session like a couple days before you perform? How, like logistically, how does it work out? Uh, for for Tribe, it, it's always kind of been uh, before we yeah, a couple days before we go on stage. Uh, but you know, as uh, you didn't ask about the writing. 
No. That's kind of what I meant by the yeah. word. Yes. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's always been um, whatever you think is funny, right? So uh, if we don't have a lot of structured traditional sketches, it's always uh, let's take a bit, something that we find funny, uh -huh. and let's just expand this. Okay, cool. And let's, like, it doesn't have to have an arc or anything like that. As long as we can just go out there with energy and let's get some laughs. So it's pretty improv then, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how we kind of started out. And then uh, and then we kind of got thrown, uh, the, we put the name on it and then they're like, they're a sketch troupe. We better be a sketch troupe. Yeah. And uh, is it different with uh, Tall Boys? Tall Boys is meticulous and <laughs> I enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I like... Did we, you guys both, uh, like, bo where did both groups sort of start? Because if you and Marissa and everybody came yeah. for, out of Humber. Yeah, we kind of got thrown together in Humber. And Tall Boys. And Tall Boys came out of uh, Toronto Sketch Fest's necessity for diverse troops. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> if we're completely honest. Uh, but uh, we all met during uh, in the stand-up community. Oh, okay. Yeah, Franco knew in the stand-up, Goulet Abdi and Tim Blair. So, oh, cool. Yeah, and we all kind of, we all like each other's sense of humor. How did that work? Were they like... Hey, you poor. <laughs> <laughs> not white, not white, not white. <laughs> Throw them together. They'll have fun together. Yeah. Uh, that was actually, it was uh, Tim Blair. Uh, Tim Blair, okay. he, he reached out to Goulet and Franco, and, and cool. they're already doing fusion comedy together. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, and then uh, me and Tim always wanted to work together. We had a, we had a, uh, an improv troupe during the summer called... Uh, Hot and bothered and dance. And that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed working with Tim and Andrew Cook from Boys Club is in that too. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, those, yeah, it, we all just came together and then we kind of just meshed right away. Yeah, it takes me a couple months to get really used to writing and working with people and getting on that riff level. But once we did, it, everything just starts clicking. Ooh, that's and it's awesome. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Did you um, did you have any questions for an experienced Dave? By any <laughs> if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna play the whole like experienced versus, yeah, I can mentor you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and do you have so questions, or do you have do you have advice or guidance for somebody starting out, or somebody just um, in the first sort of chapter of their journey, or second chapter? I guess because the first chapter is like mm -hmm. your Edmonton. And then I guess the second chapter was Humber. And now it's your, okay, so third chapter? <laughs> like still early in the book. Yeah, but yeah. still early on. Yes. But yes. We've established the characters. So we told you guys to come and prepare absolutely nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> right on the spot, if you could give each other How did tips. you, did you, um, when you're starting out, how did you spend your time? Were you like, you, I'm going to go do stand-up, but I'm also doing improv, and I'm also doing sketch? Or did you just focus in on sketch and decide, this is what, this is where my path leads? No, well, I guess when we started out, we did vaudeville. Yeah. Uh, which we were like, which was great and hard. Um, and it was kind of like a parody of vaudeville and also straight-up vaudeville at the same time. That's what we were hoping for anyway. Uh, and so we had this thing that we could do at stand-up nights, uh, we could do at sketch nights, uh, we did a lot of clown stuff, we did a lot of burlesque stuff. Uh, <laughs> because I, yeah. Elaborate <laughs> Yeah, but like they, there was a lot of burlesque troops that were looking for like period comedy hosts that, that would work, and so we would do these burlesque Shows yeah, that you uh, did the whole spiel with the hats and the yeah we had the baggy pants yeah. and checkered coats that didn't fit us and uh, 
uh, yeah, and so then they would laugh because uh, the jokes were funny, and then they would also laugh because of the whole thing we were doing fit in with uh, what was going on. They would like it on, on two levels. Uh, but also it didn't always, like that took us far because it would be like stand up, stand up, stand up on a stand up show and then like, ah, oh, two crazy guys in baggy pants. <laughs> this is very refreshing and high yeah. energy, I like it. Cool. Uh, but then after a while it's like, oh, okay, we can't go to the professional vaudeville circuit because that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> 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 like, wait, is it actually yeah. that? That would be amazing. Uh, so it was hard to find opportunities that went down like standard streams. It wouldn't, it's not like Second City where you're like doing improv and then they seem to be very regimented, more levels that you can always do. <laughs> um, we were just kind of doing our own crazy thing. And uh, yeah, and when we started doing regular sketch, we can do more like sketch fest opportunities and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, and so, yeah, does that help? Does that answer Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we started off kind of just doing uh, but also, I guess we're like I did stand up as well, and uh, I think the, I think some, I don't know. It was a strength to do a whole bunch of different things at the same time, but it was also hard. Like I've been working on a writing portfolio for ten years because it was always like number five in my list of things that I was working on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'd always get close to writing like a spec script for a show, and then get really busy with sketch or stand up for a long time, and then be like, oh, this show's off the air now, right. and, and oh, no one cares about it. Yeah. <laughs> Vance, are you like, are you shotgunning it, like just spreading it all around, trying to get as much stage time as you can? Or Yeah, I guess uh, I, my, when I came to Toronto, my goal was always just to be as comfortable as possible on stage uh, and just kind of be able, I think I, I saw Chris Locke at Placebo Place and I was just, I found it insane how he was able just to sit in the room and just like, just be able to wait in it <laughs> and still be able to just give the audience a look and be able to get a laugh. And mm -hmm. I just, I found that, uh, it just I wanted to do that. I wanted to so. Did he do his chicken nugget bit? Yes, he did. Oh my god! Yes, he so did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. That. So I just kind of want to get as much stage time as possible and just and occupy my nights. You know, some nights I'm just playing NHL 15 <laughs> for like I've won the Stanley Cup 50 times. Like, <laughs> Oh, somebody give this man something to do. <laughs> He's so busy winning Stanley Cups. Uh, what is there anything that you can think of? Like, oh man, if I if I if I was ten years ago, this is the kind of thing that I would I would do. I would consider. Uh, I think yeah. I think Plot what yoga. I would tell you is <laughs> me in the past was is what you're already doing is like yeah, go out, do it all the time, live and breathe it, um, and you don't be afraid of like what people are thinking as you of you as a comedian because most of the time people aren't really thinking about you at all mm -hmm. um yeah and just go out there and have fun and make mistakes i guess yeah. it's not super original advice but no, true. that's really good do you start finding yourself focusing more on the things that you actually like doing more like um so you're doing improv stand-up and sketch and you're really having fun doing sketch do you find yourself like like zoning in on that yeah, they're probably, it's probably not a conscious decision, but you're... It's just the way it's kind of naturally happening. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, and like, when, if, if you're doing something for a while, people will see you and book you for doing that. So that you kind of get that feedback as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, like we don't do a lot of vaudeville anymore, but every once in a while someone who's seen us six years ago will book us for a vaudeville gig and we'll dust off the costumes and, and go and do that. It's a good point. It seems to be wherever you are, that's where people are going to ask you to be more, right? So mm -hmm. um, do you guys ever have a, a difficult time like deciding or do you think it's even necessary to have to decide, well, well I'm, I want to be a stand-up comic. No, I want to be a sketch comedian. Or do you, are you comfortable existing in, in all the different worlds? Well, shit, that applies to you too because you're still doing yeah, all Yeah, but your... it's not about me, Nick. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> I have a hard time with it. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um... Yeah, I do try and sit down and like do like, okay, these are my priorities right now. A lot of the times, more recently, I've been trying to be like, these are the priorities because these are the ones that are going to lead to money. Right. Um, so I can make a living. Um, so that might be something that I might have told myself is like try and think about <laughs> being right. a bit more professionally focused. Is that, um, are, is that something where you're at right now or are you still more in the like, let's do this Let's do this for like the creative whatever. Do you have the day job right now, or are you like let's make them bills? I uh, I'm uh, yeah I'm racking up the bills. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm the landlord of a student building. So oh cool. Yeah, that like that helps me out a lot. Like during during the day, I just like I have a foundation crack, so I'm cleaning up leaks all the time. Ugh. But um, it, uh, during night, I'm totally free and I'm able to go do what I want. I don't really have a focus. I kind of feel like I'm in a barrel traveling downriver. You know, like no real course. But wherever I end up is where I'll end up, right? Right, as long as you're okay with that. As long yeah, as you're not like, yeah, like you're you're enjoying the stuff that you are uh, getting to do, though. Yeah, and yeah. the people that I'm meeting. This is is an insane community full of just really kind people. When you come in, you're going to be so self conscious, right? And you don't really know where your skill level is at, and you, you set yourself up against other other performers and stuff, and you compare yourself, but. After a while, you kind of realize that just everyone kind of just wants to pat you on the back and see you smile. Hang on. How long have you been doing this? And you've already come to that realization? <laughs> uh, a couple of years. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Oh, God. I'm still in that, in that other world. <laughs> no, thanks. I got a nice backpack there for the people who are not currently in the audience watching this. Um, okay, so we have three more minutes. Nick, what do you want to do? Do you want to wrap it up, or do you want to? Do you have one more incredibly poignant question? <laughs> I can talk more about having kids. I was just thinking about uh, it. It means that I've had to retire from video games and things like that, oh, yeah. pretty much. Because <laughs> like, if I do something like that, that's like a time-killing fun thing, then like I have no time to work on actual stuff. So that's. Uh, kind of a sad thing, but it also, it, like, if I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this because I have, like, I guess eight hours of my day, even with the kids going to school and daycare, it's like there's the morning, there's the time that I pick him up, pick Felix up to when he goes to bed, uh, and then I just kind of have these slots where I have, like, opportunities to do work. Right. And I have to fight my procrastination to fit in there. And another hard thing is that you can't pull all-nighters, which used to be my my MO, is like if I need to get something done, I'll just stay up all night. Kids, but there's, kids the kids are always going to wake you up at 6 yeah. in the morning. They don't respect hangovers either. <laughs> no. Not <No>. all. <laughs> That's a... I mean, uh, as somebody who never played video games, for me, that doesn't sound like a huge sacrifice. Oh, I hear <laughs> like, Catherine bought me Grand Theft Auto shortly after we had our our first child, Mackenzie, and it's just like, this isn't going to get played right, ever. Right, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, like, why, why mock my life? Yeah, because you can play that game for literally ever, yeah. right? And just, like, do this, or was it the online version? No, no, well, this is, 
No. Oh, you're right. That yeah. was well. The internet was still a thing. So, 10 like years for ago. Vance, if you need help focusing your time, you could watch my children for eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you'll appreciate the time for writing and performing. We didn't, that you we didn't realize that this whole podcast was just as elaborate as to get Vance to babysit. <laughs> Uh, not me, though. I'm not babysitting. Screw you guys. Let's oh, you guys. <laughs> You're on top of the list. <laughs> I'm very responsible. Um, okay, well, I think, what do you think? I guess we could tell everyone to struggle off at this well, point. Well, I was going to thank them first before. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah what, and, and thank you, Vance. And thanks, Dave, for being thanks on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for talking guys. to us, sharing a thank bit about your stuff. Yeah, thank you all. Thanks for coming, guys. For <laughs> um, yeah, we'll... Uh, Keep, uh, keep us uh, abreast of your various journeys. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Struggle on. Do you guys want to say it too? We say struggle oh. on. Struggle on. Just our hashtag. Strugglers. Yay. Struggle on. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your burrito. What? No, that's not ours. Thanks for listening to the Constant Struggle Podcast, episode 35, recorded live at the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival. We'd like to thank Toronto Sketch Fest for allowing us to record at the Theatre Centre and for letting us podcast live, even though we'd never done that before. If you liked this episode, be sure to go to iTunes and check out more great episodes and interviews with so many local comedians and artists. A tremendous thank you also to Holly Wider, our first patron on the Constant Struggle Podcast. Thanks, Holly, for helping us struggle on. If you want to support this podcast, check out our website, theconstantstruggle.podbean.com. At the top of the screen, you'll see a green button that says Become a Patron. Click on that and donate as much or as little as you'd like to help us offset the costs involved with chatting with and promoting local great artists. Finally, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at StrugglePod, on Facebook at The Constant Struggle Podcast, like our page and share it with your friends, and help us struggle on this year.